0: Welcome to Talk.Dance, the podcast all about partner dancing, all sorts of partner dancing, from tango to salsa, from ballroom to swing. This is Episode 5 of the 2020 season. My name is David Leip, and I will be joined by my co-hosts, Kelly Pometer and Michelle Riches. Hi, my name is David Leip. In this episode of Talk.Dance, we want to discuss COVID-19, or the coronavirus, and its impact to the social dance world. Now, things are changing very quickly on this topic, and we realize that some of the things we discuss in this episode might not be appropriate at the time you listen to this episode, so please Exercise your own good judgment to keep yourself and your friends and family safe. We will include links to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control website, in the show notes. But we just urge a little bit of caution on this topic. I hope you enjoy this episode as as we hope you enjoy all of them. And without further ado, welcome to Talk.Dance.
1: Morning gentlemen how are you today?
2: Doing all right Michelle how are you? Doing very well.
1: Pretty good thank you. I, uh, I'm excited to talk about this subject not for the excitement but more for the attention that it deserves a little bit. Uh, we want to talk about sort of what's going on globally with um, how it affects the dance community and the dance world so we are going to definitely hear about some specific uh, references that David has found out about um, from different events and such. So David, what's going on on a global side? There's definitely some impact in the dance world with this whole so,
0: I, Yeah, I was just going to say we're talking about the coronavirus. Yes. Exactly. yes. So as people are probably aware, there's some parts of the world and some parts of our listening audience that are hugely impacted because mm-hmm. of where they live. If you're in China, if you're in Japan, if you're in South Korea, if you're now in Italy, um, all competitions, I'm sure, are now cancelled. All social dances, all dance weekends or gatherings of that sort are just simply on hold until further notice. So if, uh, if you're in one of those parts of the world we we wish you well, and uh, hang in there, and we hope you can get back to dancing sometime soon. You know, clearly the coronavirus has shown up in now, I'm not sure how many countries. It's quite a large number.
1: I think the but last I read, it's over 80. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, you might as well say it's, it's at this point, it's going to hit probably every country to some extent. And. Even in North America, there's some dance competitions that are now considering cancelling their event. And yeah. we have a lot of people that are being impacted in, in other ways. So some industries are being very, very heavily hit. If uh, you're associated with the airline industry, you are your, your industry is very heavily hit. If you're in the hotel industry, you're, you're very heavily hit. It, you know car rental companies all, all the things that go along with travel cruise lines I don't know what they're going to do you know the Center for Disease Control has basically told all Americans don't go on cruises
1: yeah and you know what the the reason why this is a part of our conversation is because there's a lot of people that travel and dance is a part of their world when they travel so whether right. it's cruise or whether it's a destination or a destination wedding that has dance involved at some point it's affecting everyone and now we have this impact in and in some cases um, restriction on travel so it sort of is also trickling down right down to regular lessons and social events and dances mm-hmm. and whether people want to go and whether they want to be exposed so i think that's part of where we're going to end up taking this conversation a little bit more in the social impact of how it affects you kelly or or you david at, at social events or me you know are people going to show up to my social dance this week i think we're relatively safe in canada um but yeah. less, it's still sort of on everybody's mind right
2: yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big concern. Here in Chicago, it's not really doing anything. You know what I mean? We're right in the middle. Uh, even though we have O'Hare, which is a huge travel hub, um, so far, knock on wood, it hasn't done much. But I have, there's a couple of organizers with some events coming up that they've told me they themselves aren't worried about the virus, but they're very worried that attendance is already low because of people not traveling. So, yeah, it's interesting.
0: Right. So I know that the company I work for in my day job, they've I've canceled all business travel. Oh wow. uh, my wife's company is. She works for a, a large company as well. Uh, the same is true with her company. Just that happening has put this probably more on the forefront of people's minds. Some companies, like um, I think Microsoft, I heard, encourage all their employees to work from home. Yeah, uh, I heard this morning that one of the government, the SEC, actually, has told, uh, I think it was the first uh, federal government agency in the US, encourage their employees to work from home. So people are more at a heightened level of alert and in some cases might be more panicked than they really need to be. Uh, every yeah. once in a while, I see the statistics of what, how many people die from the common flu every year. Yeah. And that figure in, in in comparison to the coronavirus is, is so much greater. But there's so much hype and concern about the coronavirus. And I'm not trying to downplay how, yeah, how serious it is, but right. people are worried. And people are being reminded, and, and I think this is a this is a good thing, right? If regardless of whether the coronavirus is a thing or not, if you're not feeling well. Don't go into work. Don't go into the you know yeah. maybe even go to your the group class or go to the social right because there's you know you don't have to be the hero and show up about you know how I'm soldiering on even though I'm sick and infecting other people even with the common flu. Yeah,
1: well I think that's part of part of the concern just in general aside from the coronavirus obviously getting lots of um, attention um, is that we're in a very close proximity, we're in each other's bubble and there's space yeah. we share. And you know, regardless of this being a prominent concern on a health side, if you have a cold or a flu or anything, you are sharing that in that person's space, whoever it may be, in any level. So regardless of what the bug is, we still need to take a moment and let's talk about some hygiene on the dance floor, because that is a really great way to sort of bridge in. We need to calm everybody down. Don't be panicked and feel like you need to shut your world out and lock yourself up. But if you are going out, let's make sure you're healthy. And let's do some standard things. Hey, hand sanitizer, wash your hands, make sure that you have Kleenex and all these things that you should regularly be using anyway. We're just sort of, we have a catalyst now to talk about why we need to be a little bit more vigilant.
2: Yeah. I remember years ago when I first started dancing, uh, I've always been, Worried about that. So I've always washed my hands, like all that stuff. So it's, it's not anything new to me. So I was always surprised that when I first started dancing, and getting to know people, how much people talk. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, well, so and so, who's a follow, their leader would come back and tell them which, at that time, guys, right? Because a guy goes in the guy's bathroom. They'd be like, that guy doesn't wash his hands after he goes to the bathroom. Don't dance with him. Oh. And it's like, and that wasn't a huge there there wasn't a lot of that, but like then I was introduced to that and I was like, Oh, that's a thing. Why are people not washing their hands? Oh, Kelly, general? that's the
1: first time I've heard that. I'm kinda glad you're bringing that up. That's disturbing. I
2: think. Yeah. So so now I'll be like now I'll say something like or I'll mess with people, I'll be like, Oh, you're not washing your hands or whatever, or blah blah blah. But I will let people know, like if somebody's in the bathroom and they didn't wash their hands. If i know somebody else who like somebody i regularly dance with i'd be like well just so you know sanitize after dancing with them or him or whatever so it's just weird to me because it's 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 pandemic because it travels so quickly right and that's what everyone's so scared about but in my brain it's kind of like common sense because in my brain you want to wash your hands and hand sanitizer is great, but I go to the bathroom and I change my shirts when I dance, right? Yeah. Because I want I want to be dry. And even if I use a restroom or not, I still wash my hands. Yeah. Cause you still need to cycle that cleanliness into that, that petri dish of social dancing. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's very um, interesting.
1: So that is sort of to me, a little bit more of where we can direct this because of course everyone is going to be careful and and we wish everyone well but we do want to highlight a couple of these things like what can i do to make it safer and better for you if i'm dancing with you or whoever it may be i want to make sure that i have all of those things on a hygiene side which david i always think of you because whenever you come to the studio you have your wonderful dance bag and your dance bag is just like you said kelly there's a spare shirt or two for those times that you get a little bit too worked up and you're sweaty. There's also deodorant and a toothbrush and maybe some mints and some hand sanitizer, but washing your hands and doing these really basic things. Hopefully everyone had a little bit of that upbringing where we wash our hands, but like Kelly said, apparently there's some that don't. Um, That's really what we're addressing is just a little bit of the hygiene side of this in the um, light of trying to be preventive when it comes to things, whether it be a cold or flu or even this coronavirus.
0: Right. Right. So I've seen some of the studios in the New York area have started putting out like the Purell dispensers. And uh, so if, if you have access to that, you know use it, even if you don't think you need it, just the perception is helpful, right? Your dance partners might be concerned. If you're, if you're someone who sometimes like myself, will go to an event as a dance ambassador, which means I'm going to be dancing mm-hmm. with a lot of partners uh, I can even be reassuring my partners that by them seeing me using the disinfectant, right? Because, you know, things can, things can get around and people are concerned. But I think for the most part in North America, you know, it's just a couple common sense kinds of things, like staying at home if you're not feeling well, can go a long way. We don't need to panic. And you know, one of the nice things is even though this is impacting people financially, especially in certain, yeah. certain industries, and that can be a concern. It can be a concern sometimes for people taking lessons and stuff, but for social dancing, one of the great things about social dancing generally is it's one of the cheapest social activities that people have access to. Mm-hmm. And we know that something like this can be an impact to the dance industry in general. I'm sure that in some cases, the number of lessons are down to see people are being maybe more mindful about not coming in because they're feeling a little bit off mm-hmm. or, or so forth. If you're feeling well, maybe keep that in mind. If there's a, a community that you want to support, we, we did an earlier episode, Kelly, you and I about supporting the dance community. And that was before the, the coronavirus. But keep that in mind if you, if you're kind of concerned about the health of the local dance community, I mean their physical health, but just them being able to sustain themselves, this is actually a good time to go out and support the event if you're able to, right? If you're feeling well, don't let something like this take down your favorite event, right? Yeah. Because one of you, we're talking about your know, attendance being down at, at, at certain events. Yeah. And... For regular recurring events, sometimes this could be a, a strata could break a camel's back, so to speak, right? So if there's that bi-weekly event, that monthly event, that weekly event, uh, and suddenly attendance starts going down, you know, the event could just stop happening, right? So yeah. if you're if you're able to be out, know, do your part and get out and support the event. And but if you're if you're feeling off, yeah, please stay home you're feeling better yeah
2: Yeah, and to double back on something you said using the perel using perel and hand sanitizers is 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 good it's not a bad thing but you also want to regularly wash your hands because that is getting the germs the dead germs off of your skin perel kills the germs but it's really still keeping the germs on your hands the dead germs so it's good to perel regularly, but it's good to cycle that full kind of nuclear option of wash the hands and get everything off of your hands. So uh, that's something we w- you want to keep in mind that you don't think about when you're out social dancing, right, especially if, if the social dance here in Chicago, a lot of the social dances are at bars. So you're having a drink, you're talking to friends, you dance, you come back, you talk to friends, you're like, Oh, this and that. And there's a lot going on. A couple hours go by, you don't even realize I didn't have to go to the bathroom. So I never wash my hands. Right.
1: right. Yeah, you danced like, with maybe 10 or 15 people and then you went and grabbed your drink
2: and yeah. Yep. And it just yeah, and that's how pathogens spread, right? So even if you don't have to use the restroom, you know, and even if it's a an hour dance, wash your hands at the beginning, wash your hands at the end, maybe even once in between. Like I said, I changed my shirts a decent amount, so I'm I'm washing my hands somewhat regularly throughout you know, any dancing I go to. So, it all good ideas.
1: Absolutely. So, is there any other area in this connection of our dance circle that we need to tap into? We've talked about hygiene. Of course, that's important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the unfortunate impact on a, on a competition or attendance or travel. I feel terrible for these dance cruises that, you know, I don't know if you guys know Brian B., who yeah. put together these awesome dance cruises, which I actually contemplated going on this recent one, just left on March 1st. You wonder about the attendance or what's happening on the cruises. David had mentioned, you know, yeah. CDC is basic. Is it CDC? Is that the acronym? Yeah,
0: yeah. the Center for yeah. Disease Control.
1: Is basically saying, uh-uh, no travel on a cruise. And, yeah. you know, how awful for not only the companies, but for the affiliate businesses like Brian or whoever else might be, wanting to put together these awesome little trips that are very dance related. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, all of those are taking a major hit and a major impact.
0: Right. Well, and I'm, I'm going to a dance weekend in two or three weeks, and it's usually a pretty big event. And I'm actually curious what attendance is going to be like. Mm -hmm. I know in some parts of our community, There is a larger number of older people, just because, you know, sometimes they have more time. They're retired. If you're above a certain age, you know, their the recommendations are to be even more careful. Level of fitness probably isn't quite as high anymore. Your 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 resilience to certain kinds of bugs. So this could be a fairly hard hit financially to some of these events. And I really hope that they can go go on and get get through this hopefully this is not something we're going to be living with for a very long period of time but for probably for a couple of months Mm. we're going to be very concerned about coronavirus and we, we all hope i think all three of us that our dance communities our local dance communities can survive the coronavirus unscathed right, Never. unscathed in terms of uh, our, our physical health, but also just the well uh, financial well-being and, and resilience of of the events that we all enjoy. Yeah. So one of the things that I received in my inbox just the other day was a an email from one of the local dance studios, local local to where I live. And I thought they did a really nice job of just addressing people's concerns and giving them some tips and advice for when they come to that particular studio and I'm aware that some of the people listening many of the people listening are just social dancers at, attending events but I know we have some venue owners and business owners that listen to our podcast as well and so I want to share share this I'm just actually going to read off this this email quickly and so it says dear dance community as most of you are aware there are growing concerns about the potential spread of the coronavirus. VD's Dance Studio, this is from VD's, is committed to supporting your health and well being and is dedicated to providing a safe experience to everyone who walks through our doors. In an effort to keep our students, teachers, friends, and family healthy and prevent the spread of germs, we want you to know that we are taking extra precautions to keep our community safe, which will include increasing our sanitation and disinfecting efforts at the studio on a daily basis. Hand sanitizer is available at the studio for all guests to use. In addition, we're encouraging everyone to do their part to help support a healthy community and are requesting the following. One, everyone is being asked to wash your hands both before and after any classes lessons. Hand washing remains one of the most effective methods of preventing the spread of germs. Wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after going to the bathroom, blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. Two, stay home when you are sick until you have been free of symptoms for 24 hours. We will still be here when you are recovered. Three, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. And four, cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue and then throw the tissue in the trash. And then it goes on to just kind of... uh, Reference the CDC website. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a very nice short concise note just reminding people that uh, one they are taking extra precautions at their studio to keep surfaces and whatnot clean uh, they're doing that on a on a daily basis and reminding people of the steps they should personally take to ensure the health of everyone attending either events or lessons or what have you. So um, I encourage uh, you know, others who are running studios or heading a community to do something similar. You know, many people wouldn't have seen this note or a similar one yet. And so it's a good way to, to reassure your community that you can be safe and there's some simple things that everyone can do to help protect everyone. Absolutely. So. With that, we wish, you, we wish you all well, and keep dancing and stay safe.
1: You know, keep calm and dance on, right? Like, like let's keep it simple. Keep clean, wash your hands, have fun, go to your social events, and don't yeah. talk about it, right? Like, we just kinda wanna finish with the high note of making sure that people understand that we're bringing this up because we appreciate the impact in the world of dance, but at the same time, keep dancing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: You've been listening to Talk.Dance. To learn more about our podcast, you can check out our website at www.talk.dance. Please be sure to tell all of your dance friends about us.